Good day, tribe, our tribe family. Hope that you guys are good. Hope that you guys are well. Welcome to our Amplify session, our tribe conversations, um, where we want to share stories of hope, stories of inspiration and encouragement. Yeah, um, yeah just by sharing people's stories. Um, and today with me in the studio, we have Aaron, who is an entrepreneur. Thank you for joining us, Aaron. Thank you for having me, Craig. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for joining us. And we are super, super excited to be uh, to have you in the studio and just to get the opportunity to hear your story um, of your journey as an entrepreneur. Um, yeah, but before we go any further, can you yeah. please just share with our listeners who is Aaron? What is Aaron? You know, just who are you? Where are you from? And all that stuff so you can get to know you better. Sure. That's a, that's a good way to start. Um <laughs> Where am I from? Let me maybe start with that because um, it's a place that nobody knows. It seems uh, the whole time that I've been in South Africa, no one ever knows where I'm from. So I'm from a place called Gabon. Uh, it's right in the center of Africa on the west side, and uh, it's a beautiful country. I don't know why people have never heard of it because it's a beautiful country. Uh, uh, to be honest, when I first met you, yeah. um, and you um, and you told me that you're from Gabon, so I went back home and I <laughs> and actually Googled. <laughs> Gabon, well Gabon, but then I came. It came out. I don't know if I spelled it wrong, but I, I, it took me to Gaborone. Gaborone, yeah. <laughs> I know that <laughs> in Botswana. So I think, man, what? <laughs> I get that all the time. Um, but you know what's funny? I'm surprised that South Africans, out of all people, don't know Gabon because when Mandela was set free, the first place he ever visited outside of South Africa was Gabon. For real? One of the, one of the biggest supporters of uh, ANC at the time, at the time, yeah. was Gabon, the governor, the, the governor's government and everything else. So what? Like I did freedom not know of that. South Africa, freedom of South Africa. Yeah. And so we assumed we were quite well known here until I came and I'm realizing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that nobody knows <laughs> nobody where it is. Um, what are some of the, the neighboring countries around Gabon? Um, so we have Equatorial Guinea, mm. which are the only Spanish-speaking country in Africa. And then we have Cameroon. Okay. And then we have one of the Congos. So not, um, not Kinshasa, Brazzaville is, is right there next to us. Okay. And that's it. Uh, these are our countries that they have the beautiful ocean right next to the, the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is <laughs> awesome. That is amazing. And how did you end up in South Africa? Because it's like <laughs> there's a bunch of countries in between Gabon oh, and yes. South Africa. Yeah, I think I think as I come as I come to answer that, let me just go back to, you mm. know, who am I and, and, and all of that um, and, and how did I come to be here? Yes. Let me start. I'm sure a lot of people watching right now, you know, where they want a straight up answer. And, and I have to say, a lot of us get boxed in, in boxes and, and, and this is who you are. You know, this is who you are. And there's too many shades to human beings to be one person. Mm. And so I'm, I'm going to try to go through the different shades that make up who I am um, as Come quickly on. as I can um, because I don't think anybody can be boxed into one individual. Yeah. And so first of all, I am an African person. I'm, I'm from Africa. I love Africa. I am in love with Africa, if you can put it that way. Uh, I love Gabon. I love South Africa and the history um, so that's the first thing that defines me. I like to say that I'm African and proud and, and I feel privileged that I was born on this continent, right? Mm. Um, and the second thing that defines me is that, is that I'm, a, I'm a husband. Um, <laughs> I became a husband a year ago. Um, Congratulations. In the of COVID. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was the hardest. It was difficult to get married in COVID, uh, but we did it. Mm. And so I'm a husband today to well, a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, and we, we got married last year. It's been amazing. 
uh, first year, and I'm a dad now as well. <laughs> so congratulations as well. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. All the congratulations. COVID has been very good to me. I can say it. Mm. Um, so African husband, um, father, and then the last thing about me is that uh, maybe one of the last things is that I'm an entrepreneur, and so I started the company many years ago, and today um, that's what I live off, um, among mm. many many other things. Yeah. So, so that's more or less who I'm, who I am in a nutshell, and um, and I happen to lead the kids ministry at my local church as well. Once again, a different shade of uh, of my my personality. Mm. Um, but yeah, ask me that, that. I think you you asked me quite a key question as well now. Yeah, it's like you know, how did you end up in South Africa? <laughs> you know, like when did you move to this mm. side? Um, that's a, that's an interesting story because I was finishing high school, right? I don't know if, it, if it's not the same thing. I don't know if it's the same thing here, but in in Gabon, once you finish high school. Um, the government gives you options. If you get a 50%, you travel locally. You can stay locally, you get a bursary. If you get more than 60%, you travel anywhere, I think, um, in the world. What? You choose to go where you want to. Are you for real? I am for real. Dude, I wish I had that here. <laughs> but, but I have to tell you, we are only, we became 2 million, we got to 2 million people recently, so we were always so small. Okay. We have so much wealth for such a small population. So the government thought, the best way to give back is just to give people a scholarship. If you work hard enough, you get a scholarship to go study anywhere. Oh, wow. And so I had that on my, on, in my hands, and I thought, okay, where am I going to go? I, I wanted to go as far away as I could from, from Gabon because I, I wanted to discover other cultures and other countries. And so I looked, and I saw Antarctica somewhere in the north, and I thought, Canada, that's quite far. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go and see what Canadians even look like. Are they tall? Are they short? You know? and, and, um, but at the same time, the World Cup was happening in South Africa. Okay. So I was like, okay, I can go to Gabon this year, but next year, you know, there's going to be World Cup in Africa. And I'm like the first World Cup. So I decided to instead um, come to South Africa uh, earlier so I could get ready for the World Cup and be part of the energy for the World Cup. Yeah. And then when I came to South Africa, I mean, I just fell in love with Cape Town. So I decided to stay one year and then one year turned into two. And I awesome. just called my parents and said, you know what, I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been around since uh, before 2010? Yes. Okay. I, I've, been, I've been here for over a decade now, yeah. Awesome it's been stuff. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you've been in South Africa since 2010. You are married um, to an incredible lady. You are a father to yes. a beautiful baby girl. Yeah. Karis, yeah. Uh, baby girl, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And you run um, the children's ministry at your church? Yeah. What do you do actually? <laughs> what is your day to day? Yeah, that's a very good question. So, so I, I am, um, as I said, and and it's 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 hard to put. I think people should not be put in boxes, and mm. I think that limits that limits people. You know, um, when I think about one of my biggest role model, uh, Jesus Christ, he was a carpenter, he was an evangelist, he mm. was a friend, he was he was a son, he was all of these things, and he played these roles to perfection. And so I'm not saying I'm playing them to perfection, but I'm yeah. saying we should always explore all of all the shades that make us who, who we are. So Come on. Um, one of them is definitely entrepreneurship. So mm. let me tell you this. When I came to South Africa, right, in Gabon, because it's a small country, there's a few jobs that everybody knows. If you want to make it in life, these are the jobs you need to get. So one of them is you can become an accountant, you can become uh, a doctor. It's pretty much very we very we very class based culture. Mm. So it's like India, you know. If you're a doctor, you're good. Yeah. So my parents knew I did, I didn't like science, so they're like, you're not going to be a doctor. So, <laughs> so what are you? They're like, you, you become an accountant. You know, mm. you become an accountant. Uh, become in fact a chartered accountant. Then you've made it. You know, you. So I said, I said, sure. That's all I knew. And and then when I came to South Africa, I tried to study. Uh, Thankfully, I was not accepted into a BCom accounting. Mm. I was rejected, as a matter of fact. 
And then I did a BCom general where I was still doing accounting. And the only thing that I failed in my university years was accounting. Oh, wow. I hated it. I hated <laughs> my lecture with his chubby chicks. I hated numbers. I hated everything. <laughs> yeah. And and so now I was stuck. I didn't know what to do, right? My parents wanted me to do this. And, and so eventually I ended up doing... Um, doing technology, I chose uh, information systems, which yes. was technology and business. And so I got exposed to this thing. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And as I got into it, I this, uh, we were studying technology and how to use technology to become you know, a business person. And we studied the Steve Jobs, uh, Richard Branson, all these different entrepreneurs are like, aha, mm. I like this. And this, there's a, it, just, it just echoed with my heart. And so I decided this is something that I want to become. And obviously, my parents did not agree. Yeah. They did not agree. What does it mean to be an entrepreneur? There's no entrepreneur in Africa generally. There's no entrepreneur in Gabon. Yes. Everybody works from, for the state. Uh, and so I chose this path. And, and uh, a couple of years ago, many years ago, like a decade ago, I started designing uh, database applications and selling it to other students. Mm. Say, hey, guys, if you get a database application, you can actually, because we all wanted to become an entre- entrepreneurs in our classroom. So if you get a database application, you can store all your clients on your phone, on your own database. They're like, yes. oh, yeah. So I started selling that. And then from that we went on to many things, and and long story short, today I, I run an entrepreneurship, an entrepreneurship and leadership school, where I teach younger people how do you start a business, and I'm also a business consultant. Awesome. And so in a nutshell, that that's what I do. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. A man of many hats. Yes. A man of many hats. Um, an incredible hat. Um, uh, yeah. So awesome, man. I'm so so excited to uh, to spend some time with you and just to hear <laughs> more about specifically Thanks, your journey of yeah. you know of being an entrepreneur, yeah. of how it started, and just you know what you've learned through through the entire journey. Mm. Um, and yeah, um, and this is just the first session. We still have three more sessions to go. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so thank you for joining us, Aaron. My pleasure. Yeah, and everybody listening, um, join us on our next episode, um, on our next session here at Amplify, on our Tribe Conversations, where we're spending some time with Aaron, and he's just going to share with us his journey of being an entrepreneur. Um, See you guys on our next session.